to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And we haven't done one in a while, but we're back. We we're back, back from the holidays. New year, new podcast, essentially. So, how is... I haven't seen you in a while. In a long time. In a I feel long like this time. Is like the the lo- longest. <laughs> but seriously, we usually don't go this long without seeing each other. Mm-mm. It's crazy. I feel like so much has probably happened. When was the last time we saw, saw each other? Like... Before Christmas. Before, I mean, even before then, because the week before that, I went to New York. And and we didn't record that week because I was sick and then you were sick. Yeah, I was dying. I, like, briefly saw you in the morning when I was walking (laughs) to my car and I was like, hi, but... (laughs) Yeah, that was a rough week for both of us. You were really sick and I was really sick during the week. I don't know, something was going around. Yeah, we were supposed to record normal time that week, but then Sam was sick and then we were going to record on Sunday... And I couldn't move. Like, I was in bed, out. Like, I when I'm sick, usually I can get up and do stuff. No. I was, like, done. Couldn't move at all. That's how I felt. It's, like, you usually for me, too, if I I usually just get, like, a cold. I'm, like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I'm going to go to work. Suck it up. No big deal. This was, like, no. I, I have to go home. I have to stay in bed. Yeah. Ted almost wanted to make me go to the doctor's because I was running, like, over 102 fever. And then I took Advil to try to reduce the fever. And it only reduced to, like, 101, and he's like, okay, something's wrong. Like, nothing is working, so. Yeah, something something was going on, but thankfully, that I feel like we both got over it relatively fast. fast. Yeah. I was still a little nauseous and, like, not feeling great on Christmas Eve, but by Christmas Day, I was fine. So, I think my whole family thinks I'm pregnant because I, I wasn't feeling well, so I wasn't drinking mm. on Christmas Eve, and then... I was, my mom kept asking, like, oh, when are the babies coming? And I'm like, mom, I just got married. Like, she's been waiting, your mom. Slow down a little bit, but, and then I was drinking, like, I had, like, a can of White Claw, I think, in my hair, truly, something like that, in Mm -hmm. my hand. And I was like, "Mm, not really feeling this. So then I switched to something else, and then I was like, not feeling this. So I kept dumping things out, and I switched to water, and I was like, Ted, they're going to think I'm pregnant. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to do. (laughs) Like, they definitely think I'm pregnant. Not pregnant. Definitely not pregnant. <laughs> but your Christmas was good? Yeah. New Year's? It was good. Good. I can't believe it's 2020. I know. New Year's, I did not do anything. I was in bed by, like, 10 o'clock, was asleep by 11.30, so it was great. That is kind of nice. Sometimes it's nice to have just, like, a low-key night. Yeah. How was your New Year's? It was good. I went to a party on Staten Island. And it was fun. I mean, it was it was sort of low-key, but it was nice. That's good. We went out to brunch the next day, so... I saw that, and I was having... I was having FOMO. <laughs> Even though I had a really fun New Year's, I still was just having a little bit of FOMO. Like, wait, why are you all hanging out, and I'm not there? <laughs> this feels not right. That's what happens when you go to New York. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I love both, so <laughs> it's, it's hard when you want to do everything, but... Yeah. You just can't. You just can't. So, I'm glad I was in New York, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) I still have FOMO, but it's okay, because we're all, we're all going to see each other this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. We have a party to go to. Yeah, Christmas. Delete, uh, belated. Belated sweater party. So, I, like, don't, I'm, like, so over the holiday season that I don't know if I want to wear a Christmas sweater, but I'll just, I'll just do it. (laughs) <laughs> it feels so weird. I mean, I'm going to 
rewear a sweater that I wore to yeah, I'm rewearing party. One, so. so everyone at this party already saw the sweater because I wore it to the bar crawl with all the people that will be at this party. So everyone knows what sweater I'm wearing. Yeah, I'm an outfit repeater, but it's all right. <laughs> Sorry. It'll be great. But we're back. 2020. We're going to be more consistent. New Year's resolution. Yes. Holidays are hard. Holidays so. are very hard. And Thursday, I mean Thursday. Can I speak today? <laughs> we we just started drinking wine and already November. <laughs> That's because you know what? November is the Thursday of the year. Or is it the Saturday of the year of the week? What? <laughs> Wait, what? I can kind of see how November is like the Thursday of the year in a weird way. I kind of get what you're trying to say. But now I'm just, like, very confused. <laughs> I am, too. I'm not sure what the words were coming out of my mouth. Okay. November's, like, the Thursday of the year in the sense of, like, it's all downhill from there. Yeah, right? exactly. Is that where you were going? <laughs> and, like, January's, like, the Sunday where you get the Sunday scaries of, like, oh, shit, it's all happening. Is yeah. that where you were going? Or am it, I just totally left field again? It, it's, like, really, it's, it's the end of the, say, <laughs> it's the end of the year. No shit, it's the end of the year, it's November. Okay. <laughs> I'm not making a lot of sense. We're, we're going down a Midwest tunnel with the days we of the week are, now, so we are going let's down just backtrack before we go any further there. Um, a lot happened in reality TV, a lot happened yes. on 90 Day, Floribama, Siesta Key's coming back, Jersey, stuff yeah. happened, but like, you know, we'll still talk about it. But what do you want to talk through first? Do you want to start with 90 Day like we usually do, or... Or maybe we should do it in the middle. I was given feedback from Casey that she liked that we started with something else else because we tend to go on a tangent with 90 Day. And then she has to, she skips. But she doesn't watch 90 Day. She should just watch the show. It's so entertaining. Yeah, she should watch and maybe that's why she wouldn't like it as much. But we do tend to go on tangents. We do. So. There's just so much to talk about with them. There so. is. So maybe we should start with Jersey instead. That way we give a little, break it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts on Jersey. So, there's two things that stand out to me. When G and Teresa are trying on prom dresses, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the fight at the end. The to be continued. The to be continued. So, they go to try on prom dress, senior prom dresses for Gia. I've been to that boutique in Jersey. <laughs> so, claim to fame here. <laughs> I've been to that boutique. It is pretty nice. It's super pricey. It's like the dre- the one beta dress she tried on was probably easily like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, but they were both gorgeous on her. I felt very sad for her that again. It's like these major things that Joe is missing. Yeah, but she's very she's very mature. Yeah, I feel like she had like it kind of like forced her hand into maturity because. Yeah. Teresa was going to jail and like Joe we all know had the alcohol problem and stuff so she really had to step up in that moment and like take care of the family so I feel like she's very much sort of a a mother figure too mm-hmm. especially Adriana yeah because she was so young when Teresa went in and then when Joe went in yeah so and in the previous week Joe is calling them on Easter mm-hmm. from ICE and it, that was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. And then the whole thing with the father happened when he was getting sick, and it turned out it was, like, early pneumonia. It's just, like, nothing can go right for this family, and it's 
Like, yes, Real Housewives is scripted, but you know this stuff isn't scripted and, like, this is, like, their true life. What they talk about is produced, but this is actually, like, what's going on with their lives. And it's very heartbreaking. 100%. And what... It's just... As much as I... I don't love Teresa. I don't think she's, like... She's not a good good person. person. But I give her so much credit for how much she deals with, yeah. and how she handles it. Because that's a lot for anybody to have on their plate. Yeah. And I can't imagine how much it's costing her in legal fees to fight for Joe, and then, you know, she has to deal with her dad being sick, and her mother died not so long ago, and her daughter. So it's a lot for one person to yeah. handle. Yeah. No, and I thought it was interesting that they were talking through the prenup and, like, everything. One, in such an open setting and then two in front of her daughter that was interesting so i personally like calls like that or like anything like that personal that's just related between you and your husband like don't do it one at a dress store while you're shopping for your daughter's prom dress which is a huge part of her high school even like her life and then also don't do it in front of her 100 percent, and the it just it was like a nonsensical argument it really Mm -hmm. started over nothing yeah over him asking how much does the dress cost which is just really a benign question and then it escalated so quickly into like i never should have gotten married anyway and all you do used to do is spend my money but i almost feel like she's probably spent more money on him now Mm -hmm. in legal fees oh yeah definitely I can't imagine how much Paying back all the debt that... The restitution. Yeah. You know it was all her. You know he didn't pay back a yeah. dime. So, to get on her for that... I don't, and I, you know what? I can get it because he's probably just so defeated. Mm-hmm. He is a free man in a sense. He's not in prison. But he's in another sort of prison. Yeah. I, I feel very... I feel bad for that family. And even though... What he did was 100% wrong. I feel bad for the kids. Yeah. I don't feel bad for him. Not that bad. Yeah, I mean, it's like, he did something that was wrong, and he wasn't a citizen. So, you know the potential consequences. He should have become a citizen long ago. And then done the wrong thing. If you're going to commit a crime like that, just become a citizen at first. Exactly. And then, you know what? Go crazy. Do you think they're going to get... I know they're separating and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but... With the prenup and like honestly, I think the prenup at this point is null and void yes. because Teresa makes enough on her own, way more than he's currently making because of the show and like endorsements and everything like that. But do you think she's just done and she's like, "Fuck the prenup!" Like I don't fucking care anymore. I don't think she cares. Not to mention, even though she hasn't come out publicly and said he's cheated, everyone know. knows that. Yeah, he, and like if she really wanted to fuck him over, she would be. No, you cheated on me. The prenups doesn't matter anymore so but i think this is just my theory i don't think she's going to go crazy on him Mm-mm. because of her kids i don't think so i think that she wants to keep the image whatever image they have yeah of their father not that it's like the best image in the world but him being but, a loving husband yes. a great dad stuff like that which i told which is probably why she's Still, to this day, defends that he never yeah. cheated on her, so... It, agreed, because she that's she doesn't want her kids to know that, and I can respect that. I think she'll come out with, like, a book deal in, like, yes. 20 years uh-huh. of, like, this is the true story of what happened to Teresa. 
yes, this is very, that was very much so Caroline Manzo prediction. <laughs> They'll get divorced. There's going to be a book. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think so. So the other big thing was the fight at the boutique. So they all show up for this private party event, shopping, whatever. It, I was confused because it didn't really look like anyone was truly shopping. No. Everyone was just standing there talking. And, like, they had a plate of sushi, but no one was eating the sushi, and they had one glass of champagne. Yeah, it was... It was weird. <laughs> it was a weird sort of party. Honestly, even nobody buying anything, it was still good press yeah. for this boutique because, I mean, I looked it up. I was like, where is this place? Yeah. Not that I could afford anything from this place, <laughs> but I just wanted to know where it was. It was definitely a production setup of, like, oh, can we use your place and get all these women into one room? Exactly. And we'll plug your boutique. Yeah. And it'll generate business, I'm sure. So they go to this, all show up to this boutique, and it's very obvious there is a huge divide from the beginning. With Teresa and Danielle, and then the rest of the women. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, as Danielle, well, if it were me, I wouldn't want to show up to this event, because the only person, there's only one person You know why Danielle's there. I was going to (laughs) say, I, (laughs) let me go back and... Say, I know why she's there, because she brings the content. Mm -hmm. I think, personal opinion, I don't know her, but from the show, she seems like a terrible person. But she's a fucking good person, so. I said, that is the biggest joke (laughs) of the entire series. Danielle Stubb is a good person. A fucking good person. A fucking good person. Not even a good person. Quote of the show, so. It's just, but she brings good content. She does, and like. The one thing I didn't like, so yes, Danielle sucks, but the fight start like, it escalated because of both of them, like, they were both equal parts, and then Margaret took it to another level of, like, dumping the water on her head, like, you didn't have to do that, you could have de-escalated and said, okay, I'm leaving. You dumped the water, and then Melissa is screaming at them, saying, like, you did this, you, and it's like, no, they were both to blame in this situation, so yell at both of them, like, or don't do anything. Because now it seems like you're taking Margaret's side and Teresa's going to fucking kill you, so. I didn't like when they're all standing literally five feet away from Danielle. And they're, t- they're, it's just they're shit-talking, shit-talking her. her. It's like, you know what, be a normal person and shit-talk her at a separate event. Do it she's afterwards. Not Get drinks after. Yes. And, like, and shit-talk her. It was just like, it was, it did feel very mean, girl. Mm-hmm. And as terrible of a person that I think Danielle is, I wrong is wrong. And it just, it felt very gross. Felt, it felt very mean girl style, and that I didn't like. Yeah. And that's really what started the entire oh, yeah. situation, because she obviously could hear them It's like talking. Danielle was shit-talking Margaret before she got there, but then stopped when she got there. Yes. The whole chunky comment with the shoes. <laughs> it was, it was terrible, but it was Like, funny. she's savage, but, like, behind closed doors until she needs to bring it out, so. No, and then she brings out her crazy. Yeah. But. It, that's what started it all. And then she comes over and starts talking about Marty. And the whole comment by Teresa where, you know... You're trying to... You're, or you broke up their yeah. marriage, please. Danielle Stow broke up their marriage. There there was nobody else. They didn't need... She didn't need help from anybody else. Yeah. Plus... I think Margaret said it, you know, the only way I know you can break up a marriage is if you sleep with the person's husband. And I, I would have to agree. I don't think you could, anybody can really break up someone's marriage. Yeah. If, unless they're having an affair with them. It, it just, the whole thing felt weird. And you could see, too, towards the end of the fight, 
I think once Teresa said that, oh, you broke up their marriage, it almost looked like Margaret was, like, about to cry. Yeah. She had, like, these glassy eyes. And she doesn't drink, so it wasn't from drinking. Well, none of them really drank. Like, they were all sober no. having this fight. Like, I wish at least, like, they could have that excuse of, oh, we were drunk and this escalated. But no, they were sober shopping in the middle of the day. So Yes. And you know what else I noticed, too, that I liked is after Teresa made that comment, and even Dolores chimed in. It was like, Teresa, that's crockable. Yeah. You know that she has nothing to do with that. If Marty did say that, he's lying. I don't trust him. And Dolores, for the most part, backs up Teresa. But you know what? That's the thing I like about Dolores is if somebody's wrong. She's not loyal to a fault. No, exactly. If somebody is really dead wrong, she's going to let you know. Yeah. So I, I like that. And then she go. Margaret goes and pours the bottle of water on her head. After- I first thought it was champagne, and I turned to you, and I was like, how much stuff is in this glass? Like, I don't understand. It just kept coming, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Can you Never imagine a champagne? glass of champagne. At least the water was a little bit better, but, <laughs> I mean, was it funny? Yes, but it definitely instigated it. It was a full bottle. It was a full bottle. Danielle was she was her hair was soaking wet. She like she needed her hair to be reblown out after <laughs> that bottle. But I will say, she she put the bottle of water on her, but she didn't put her hands on her. No, that is a big distinction to me. Is she did did not put her hands on her, which would have then warranted what we get at the end. But so, so then we go back to Danielle. She picks up, like, Margaret's bag, and she just starts jamming shit in the $650 candle. Hello? That candle is $650. Excuse me. <laughs> Throw it on the ground. But also, like, was there anything in there? Because she shoved a lot of shit in there. If I'm buying she a $650 did. candle, I want there to be a lot of candle in there. Like... <laughs> It just is, like, never-ending the amount of stuff she fit in that candle. It just felt like also a very weird place to put it. Like, let me put your shit in some dry wax. Yeah, it wasn't even like it was a glass that had liquid in it that you were ruining her stuff. You were just shoving it in a candle. Like... It felt like, what is the purpose? Like, throw it on the ground maybe and step on it or something. (laughs) Like, break it in half. Rip something in half. Like, I don't know, but... It, it's like she grabbed the first thing and was like, okay. And then uh-huh. the candle rolls to the ground. And I'm like, oh, that candle's so much money. <laughs> that candle is like some people's rent. Yeah. And then, but then the other candle she picks up and she smashes it. Hello, what did the candles ever do to you? <laughs> Nothing. It, it was, that was a scary moment for me. <laughs> My heart was dropping because if the big one was 650 the small one had to be probably at least 300 Yeah. $300 for a little tiny candle that is going to be melted in, like, maybe if you burn it straight for, like, a couple days. Yeah. I don't know, three months. Crazy. You can't do that to the $350 candle. Pick something <laughs> else. And then we get the end to be continued. The hair pulling. The hair pulling. That, though, looks like it hurt. Oh, yeah, that definitely. Even if it, most likely she had extensions yes. or anything in, but as you can see... Part of it in Danielle's hand, like, an extension got ripped out. Mm-hmm. But even, so, like, I have the clip-on extensions. I've pulled them accidentally. They're clipped onto your freaking hair. And if you rip, like, you will rip chunks of hair out. So, like, even clip-on extensions, and those were probably more than just clip-on extensions, fucking hurt when you rip them. So I cannot imagine 
the pain that Margaret felt in that instance where her head just snapped back. It felt very full circle, though, because <laughs> many seasons ago, when Danielle Stubb had her hair pulled out by Ashley. <laughs> so, very full circle moment here on Jersey. They just love the hair pull. <laughs> they love the hair pull. Well, you know what? It's like an easy move. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're, you're touching them, but you're not punching somebody yeah. in the face. So it, it's aggressive without being extremely aggressive. Yeah. So I want to see how this fight is going to unfold. Because it's not going to be pretty. No, not and, at all. And you could tell she was going to do it because she's just walking over there with a smile on her face. And she's like, I just really don't care anymore. Yeah, pretending to leave. And then she just, like, whips her hand back. And Margaret had no clue. I mean, it was very casual the way she did it. Yeah, it was just, like, leaving a store and just, like, boom. Let me just grab (laughs) a little bit of hair on my way out. It was like, oh, I'm grabbing a towel off the rack to go shower or Uh something like that. Like, so casual. Almost like she does it all the time. Yes, I was just thinking about, (laughs) like... Does she do this on the reg? She practices at the gym. Like, yes. if I have to grab someone's hair, boom. <laughs> no, she is fucking nuts. So. Insane. And the whole time they're, they're fighting, like, we're just sitting on the couch cracking up. Because it's hysterical to watch. These adult women, all over 40, sober fighting <laughs> in the middle of the boutique. And all of the workers at the boutique staring on super stressed you see them in the background just like holy shit like what do we do and it's like i don't know let the camera people figure it out and then i love they get into this fight and then they kiss the guy who owns the boutique bye thank you so much we love you the only thing i must say that i like about bravo shows like real housewives and stuff like that is like when they get into physical altercations like this Production doesn't jump in. No, they let Not it happen. until when they need to. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's getting to a point, they will. But they let it happen. But if this was, like, Floribama, when we start talking about them, like, production jumps in immediately. Like, MTV is like, we're not having any of this fucking shit, so. No. I will say, though, the difference, I feel like, typically, MTV, not always, this is not a, a sexist thing. I feel like it's typically men. it's the men, and they go for the jugular. Yeah. So, no, that's true. But even on, like... Like, X on the beach and stuff, like, women have fought and, like, yeah, almost gone physical, and they break it up pretty quickly. Or the guys are breaking it up. Like, someone's yeah. breaking it up. They must have some, they must have had some incident oh, back whenever definitely. that I feel like it was, like, a real world type thing, like, back in the day. Yeah, but. and there was a lot of liability attached to it, and that's why they do that now. Yeah. But I love how, um, this is the last thing that I want to say about this fight, but, like, Jackie was trying to break them up, and Jackie's so tiny, and it's like, Danielle can fucking snap you. Oh like, God, please seconds. get out of the middle of this. I will say, though, and Danielle, she goes, you know, she's, what she said, she's trash or pathetic yeah. or something, and Danielle kind of, like, touches her, but Jackie was composed, she was just like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. And then that was it. Like, she looks so tiny, she, and Danielle was just, like, yes. on level, like, 100, and I was like... Jackie, she can break you. Yeah, <laughs> she needs to get out of there. And Danielle, I mean, Danielle is still a slender woman, mm-hmm. but Jackie is just so, so tiny yeah. that it would not be a good situation. <laughs> oh. I can't, like, this is what the season, all the previews have been leading up to. So, I feel like from here, it's peaks here, and then yeah. it will kind of, like, 
this will last for a little bit. Like the yes. fallout from this will last for a little bit and then it's going to kind of taper. I agree. This this is the moment you've been waiting for. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to go up from here. No. What? There's two more episodes? Yeah, I think so. So, so at I least think fallout we, episode next. Yeah. Then I'm going to wrap up. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, all in all, it's been a decent season. Yeah. I don't think it's been extremely exciting. Mm-mm. But we've, there's been moments. So, we'll when take does um, New York come back? Because they I, usually film now, right? Yeah, I feel like they are either wrapping filming now or like they're. But I don't know up. what they're going to do because Bethany's not on it. Yeah. And Tinsley isn't going to be on it. I think she's Or in there's some. like rumors that she's not going to because she just got engaged and everything. Yeah. So. Or if she is on this one, she won't be on the next one. I so think so. I don't know what who they're going to bring to kind of fill the void of those two, but... I feel like... I would think that at least they brought on Jill Zarin as a friend. I, she, because she was slowly, like, reworking into it yeah. last season. And so. now that Bethany's gone, too, mm-hmm. it would be more of the time to bring her back. I, I like Jill Zarin. I think she brings interesting mm-hmm. content. So, I wouldn't mind her. And I think there is another new housewife. But I don't recall who. I feel like New York is a hard one. Because they really have to mesh. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they don't last. Yeah. I think... Who was the... Well, the newest was Tinsley. And I think... I mean, I think she meshes, but it's it not... It took her complete. a while, though. Yeah, exactly. It, it, like, she's finally getting there, and now she's, like... And now she's transitioning off, so... And she still gets a little bit of the kid sister mm-hmm. treatment. She, I don't think... But she is so much younger than them. She is. So. That is the, the other thing. It's not like Jersey, where they're all roughly the same age, so... Like, there's such an age discrepancy. But you know what? I think... With Beverly Hills, they are all sort of different ages, but it, it works. But although last season was very boring. I've heard this season... I've filming really, has not been good. Really? I've never really watched Beverly Hills. It used to be really good, but... Is Lisa Vanderpump on that one? Yes. I know my mom loves Beverly Hills because she lo- she loves Lisa Vanderpump. It used to be good, and then Lisa left, and it was... Yes, I, I didn't love Lisa Vanderpump. I think her reckoning was time, but it got sort of dropped off after that. And I heard this season they brought back... Uh, did you ever watch when Brandy Glanville was on? Mm-mm. She was the one who was married to Eddie Cibriani, and then he cheated on her with Leanne Rams. They brought her in, and they brought Camille Grammer, or Camille, whatever her mm-hmm. name is, in. Which is like, if they're bringing in people who are not even housewives, yeah. you know it's they need something. Yeah. I, we'll see how that turns out. But nothing else happened. No. Do we want to jump into Florida Bama or MTV? I meant <laughs> that made no sense. Ninety Day Fiance. <laughs> um, you know what? Maybe let's just do Florida Bama because I don't feel like that. Well, there's two things that really happen. Yeah, the whole because we haven't recorded since the first. Yeah. The big blowout between Gus and Jeremiah. Yes. And I just like. I feel so bad for Jeremiah, but at the same time, when Gus is talking through, like, oh, I live with him in Arizona and all this shit happens, it's like, I don't know who to believe at this point, so. The whole thing 
Okay, the whole thing with his car is saying that, you know, when he was away, his brother... Mm-hmm. Totaled the car. Totaled the car. And but then Jeremiah was saying, I offered to pay for the whole thing, and you didn't take it. So it's like, you can't have it both ways, Gus. Yeah, you so. can't be upset about something when somebody tried to rectify the situation. Yeah. And you just refused it. Then that's sort of back on you. Yeah. Should the guy not have taken the car? Of Absolutely. course not. But if he's offering to, like, get it fixed or get you a new car or anything, like, then... Sweep it under, like, yes, you can be mad, but Jeremiah is trying to fix it because it was his brother's fuck up, so. Yeah, that whole situation was weird, but it really wasn't what started the the argument. The argument no. is this, you know, Nelson brings back this guy, and there's debate as to what he said. When they replay it back, Gus is wrong. Well, so he thought he's, the guy said, Florida boys ain't shit. No, that's what he said, but he said it in the way of, like, Gus thought, Gus thought he said, I'm from Florida, and then the guy said, well, Florida boys ain't shit. He said, as a joke, because it was a joke, it was all in, like, good fun, because he said something, I don't know, like, someone said, like, I'm from somewhere, and he's like, oh, blah, 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 and he's like, yeah, Florida boys ain't shit, and then Gus said, no, I'm from Florida, and then that's when it escalated, because Gus came at him aggressively, and then the guy yeah. goes, yeah, no, Florida boys ain't shit. And he was saying it, in the, and then he even said something along the lines of, like, I don't know you, like, I don't, he said something like, I don't know if I'm, t- like, I might not be talking about you, but I'm just saying, like, the generalized term. He definitely said it before he knew Gus was from Florida, but Gus thought he knew he was from Florida, and then that's how it escalated. But there was something else, too. Everybody thought he said something else, like something about had, treating ladies a certain way or something. I don't remember exactly It had what to it was. do with that, and that's why he said Florida boys ain't shit. Okay. Because, oh, it was, um, it was either Cody or Kirk got up to let Amy sit down. Mm-hmm. And he, he said something like, oh, because they were both from the same area, and he's like, yeah, we know how to treat women. And then he said, Florida boys ain't shit, and yes. Gus said, no, I'm from Florida. But Gus got it confused and thought he was saying, like, oh, no, you're not shit because you are from yes. Florida. Yes. And that's when that's it escalated. W- that's when it escalated. It really it was like there was no need for him Mm-mm. to get confrontational and take it to that place. I think he was pissed that Nelson brought home a guy. Yes. And, like, you can't be pi- You can't have both. No. Like, you can't have both ways. But that's the thing with Gus is he always wants it both ways. Yeah. Holding with his girlfriend. His girlfriend, as, okay, his girlfriend did seem a little naggy. But he was out there flirting with other women. Mm-hmm. He wants to have a relationship, but he also wants to be able to do what he wants to do. Yeah. And you know what? Then you need to find the person to do that. If you want an open relationship, find somebody who wants that. Yeah. But you, you can't have everything you want. That's not how life works. Or you have to be with someone that's so secure in the relationship that she doesn't mind that you're doing that shit, but the, your girlfriend that you had definitely wasn't, so. No, but you know what? And he didn't even tell her all of the things that he did, but like, Taking body shots off of girls. Yeah. I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to be upset about. No. I would be fucking pissed. If that's crossing, that's crossing some threshold. Regardless. He wants to take and he wants to eat it too. And life doesn't work that way. So he gets into this fight. And then Jeremiah is like, you know what? I'm going to fix the situation. Yeah. Because this guy's a guest in our house. It wasn't like he was... Going out there to comfort the guy no. and say, like, oh, yeah, Gus is so wrong. He he said, I'm just trying to de-escalate the situation. Yeah, and he went out there to explain, like, you know, this is what happened. Let's just, whatever, settle down. Yeah. Calm down. And then Gus. Gus just popped the fuck yes, off. Yes, just goes off on him. Who, 
what, what was it, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Jeremiah was the one comforting him. Yeah. And he was upset about something. And you're going to go off? When he decided to pop off, well, Cody kind of popped it, but, like, yeah. he wouldn't leave him alone. So, like, Gus, you've been doing this all yes. fucking season. He's so. been instigating stuff all season. Oh, yeah. He thinks he's hot shit, and yes. that's the issue. 100%. It's like he thinks he is God's gift to man. And you're not, my friend. So you need to, he needs a reality check. Yeah. And I think it got even worse, and this is why Jeremiah was so upset, was when they were standing outside, Gus hops the fence and is yelling at Jeremiah, but not even using Jeremiah's name. He's like, yeah, fuck you, the guy without a shirt. Like, as in, like, he didn't even know who he was. Like, he was just some guy on the side of the street. Yeah. And honestly, if my friend did that to me of, like, not even addressing me by name, of just, like, acting like I'm just someone that's just walking. Like, I would be so upset. And that's where I think Jeremiah was like, wow, this guy is not even considering me a friend in this fight. No. I, you know what? I'm team Jeremiah in this one. I am. He was acting crazy and he's definitely on steroids <laughs> because he was going full Hulk. But I'm still on his I'm side. I'm on his side. Because I don't think that he was really in the wrong. I don't think it was a thing of loyalty, like... No. Oh, I'm I'm not going to stick with Gus. He was trying to de-escalate the situation. And I think Candace said, made a comment that where, you know, Gus culturally is from, it's like having somebody's back is, if you're going to fight, I'm going to fight. Yeah. We're fighting, you know, we're fighting together. And that's not who Jeremiah is. And that's not who he is. He's like, I'm going to resolve the situation before it gets really out of hand. Yeah. So they have, I think, two different approaches to loyalty and conflict resolution. I think also Jeremiah had a great point of, like, I feel like an outsider in this house. None of the guys came to see if he was okay. Not yeah, a single that was one. sad. Where Nilsa and Amy and Candace all went to go check on him. And then they all walk by him the next morning. And say nothing. And say nothing to him and go to the gym with Gus. Like, yes, I would fucking think they weren't my friends at that point. Me too. And I would feel completely alone. Yeah. I felt very bad for him. I felt terrible. And then Gus, like, even, like, dug his grave even more when the next day he was coming at Nilsa and saying, you were out there, you weren't even there for me. And it's like, Nilsa ran the fuck off. Like, she was done with everything. Like, she didn't want to be there. She ran away. It's not like she was with this guy, like, oh, you're in the right, like... No, she was, she removed herself from the situation, and you don't even know that because you were in a drunken rage, so. Not to mention, this is the guy that, a guy that she brought back to the house, Mm -hmm. and really, you've just fucked up her night because she's definitely not getting laid after he just fought this guy, and it was a a jealousy thing. Mm -hmm. Whether he would like to admit it or not, it was a jealousy thing, and she was like, finally, I'm, I have somebody in the house. Yeah. I'm. Trying to move whatever past Gus. And then he fucks it up for her. And then another thing that Gus did that just, like, another strike against Gus was when Jeremiah was like, okay, well, if we're going to do a guy's day, I'm going to invite, what's her name? I forgot her name, but, um. Kristen. Kristen. And Gus was like, well, I'm going to try to get with her. That was just petty. Yeah. That was on another level. It's like, you know what? You guys are already in a fight. Don't add another thing. Don't you're going to fuck it yes. up even more, so. Now you're just being petty and mean, and it has nothing to do with, really has nothing to do with your fight at all. No. 
And it's like, let's be honest, Jeremiah needs all, all the help he can get because he does not have great He game. has no game. Like, he left this poor girl by herself, essentially. Yes. But I think she was into Nilsa, so. She was her into Nilsa. Her and Gus were not, I meant her, her, Gus or Jeremiah were not going to work out, but. It's, Nilsa and Kristen, it's like the relationship we need. Yeah. A change of face. If Nilsa was more, like, I don't think Nilsa's into girls at all. Like, I think she'll make out with it. Like, do, like, stuff like that, but I don't think she would ever consider dating a girl because she likes that, like, very massive, like, take care of me type person. Not that a woman can't do that, but, like, the big, like, marine and stuff like that where, Kristen, it's not that. Like No. But I think, I think Jeremiah would be upset if they got together. I think so, too. But I can't tell if he's super into her or not because they go out and he doesn't he spend any her. time yeah so if he's into but her but him and maddie were like glued together yeah so that was interesting yeah so maddie from she's originally from party down south i never saw party down south i never saw party down south but she was on the challenge and so that's what i know her from and she's friends with gus from the challenge mm-hmm. and she comes and they do that event it looks like so much fun. It did. The, the, the thing I didn't get is like, oh, we all need some money. I'm like, you guys, no, you don't. Have all been paid money from the show, yeah. so like I get the first few seasons. Mm, yeah, even with Jersey Shore, yes. they, they did that of like them having to get yeah. jobs. But like this season, there's been no mention of a job because they don't need it. So exactly, but I guess they have to pretend for a little bit. So <laughs> they go to this event and they're they get whatever job offer. Looks like so much fun, and then Maddie comes back mm-hmm. to the house with them. That night, it was fine. Yes. Like, everything was good. Next day, I I don't know what happened. Like, it the day party seemed awesome. Yes, like, that looked like a lot of fun. That looked like so much fun. Everyone was having a blast, but you could see it near the end of, like, Maddie turning. And, like, I was like, holy shit, everyone is so drunk. And then, like, Candace face plants into the chair. And I was like, what is going on? Like... Everyone is wasted. <laughs> they were on another level. And you could see it almost in Maddie's eyes, with mm-hmm. the turning point, where she just went, I forget, what did they call her? She Martha. Had a, Martha. When she turned into Martha. And she just starts going, oh, what I think what started it is when she's like, you know, we need Tito's. Where is the Tito's right now? And Candace is like, girl, you need some water. I know. But, like, Candace was also so drunk, so, like, yes. she could barely form the words, and she's like, girl. And I was like, oh, shit. It's, like, about to just dip down. That was that was the turning point. I mean, she did need some water. She needed a lot of water. <laughs> she did, like, gallons. So, Candace wasn't wrong, but it just wasn't, it was too late in her stages of being drunk. Yeah. Just to give just bring her it up. water. Yeah, and don't and, even say it. And say it's vodka. And say it's vodka. Like, exactly. She put a lime known. in it and just be like, yeah, it's vodka soda. The seltzer was flat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she would not have even known she was so drunk at that or point. Or cranberry juice. You wouldn't have even known. Exactly. Watered down cranberry juice. <laughs> she, she, it was, it would have been past the point. And then she just starts yelling, she's crying. When she goes, one of the, my best things she says, and she's like, if, if you fall for nothing. If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. You will all see. Like, what did they even say to prompt this? Like, it was so what? good. I, I feel like 
So there's all the rumors before Flora Bama started that she was going to be a permanent cast yeah. member. Yeah. And I feel like MTV was like, you have to do some crazy shit because you're only supposed to be on for one episode. So they were like, you have to just have, just do everything. And she did. She did. She did it all. She brought the content. It was very entertaining. And then towards the end, you could see the crash where she was like, what the fuck did I do? Oh, yeah. Like, that sobering up moment. Yeah. Where the reality was hitting her. Like, I just acted like a crazy person for no reason. Yeah. Because somebody told me to drink some water. (laughs) All I wanted was the Tito's and... And it didn't happen, and she turned into Martha. I sort of wish she would be on longer, because if that's what we got from one weekend, yeah, I can only imagine what we'd get all season. But, but imagine her and Courtney. Like, I think Courtney's coming oh back God. soon, yeah, that's because she's hoping. almost done. But her and Courtney would either be best friends, or they'd be brawling. Or, yeah. One or the or other. Or both. Yes. Because, like, like... Pre-gaming them would be best friends, and then yes. as soon as it turned into, like, a the Courtney drunk and Matt, like, they would just be at each other's throat. Yeah, because I feel like Courtney, too, also gets to a point when she's drunk where she has this alter even ego. Even sober. Even, yeah, even sober. She has some sort of alter ego. I don't know what we would call her, but mm. maybe... I don't know. Courtney's already pretty wild name. Like I feel like Maddie is not a especially wild the name. way Courtney spells Courtney. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe it's like the opposite. So it's like she would be like Catherine with with a K. <laughs> She's not a Catherine. Not at all. <laughs> but I hope she comes back soon because I do sort of miss Courtney. She brings a certain energy to that. She house. does. Yeah, she definitely does. But she needs to be drunk. Like sober yes. Courtney is no sick Courtney is no. Fun. Oh my god, she is just a bitch. <laughs> she really is for no reason. She comes out of the gate. Yeah. Um. Other than that, Florida Bama. Nothing like like those were the two biggest things that happened. Yeah. I think other big MTV news is Siesta Key coming back. They just released the full trailer. Longer trailer. I'm really excited, and it got me thinking. So you know how Alex, they just had the gender reveal mm-hmm. or whatever it was, and she commented on the fo- the photo, the post of like essentially like, oh, he cheated on her. In, yeah, not in so many words or whatever. I kind of feel like MTV prompted her. Like MTV was like, oh, we'll pay you X if you comment this type thing. To get people excited for the show. I could see that because there was something in the trailer that, I don't, I don't remember exactly what part it was, but but that made me think that it is filmed yeah. during the season and it comes out that he did yeah. cheat on her or get with her while And we know Siesta Key's heavily produced. Yes. So, like, I think that was definitely a setup. Who knows if Alex even, it's Alex, so, like, we can assume, but, like, who knows if he actually even cheated and it's just a production thing. And you know what? There is, a, this is the rumor. This is allegedly... Very allegedly, in case anybody ever listens to this, very allegedly, the baby of his girlfriend is not his baby. It's somebody else's child. But they're together, so... Yeah. He's just stepping in. I could see that. I could see it as well. I don't know this girl, though, so I can't... Yeah. I can't really say for certain if that would actually happen. But if they were on a break... Yeah. At any point, it's possible. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a thing in the show. We'll find out. Do you think he's going to go off the show? 
I like next season he won't be on it because of the baby. I don't think it would be because of the baby. I heard there are rumors that he sort of has faced out a little bit because the show has become Juliet. Juliet and mm-hmm. it's become about how he's a villain and I don't think that was the original intention of the show. I mean No, because he's his dad's the one that did it, so Yeah, so you're not, And it's not a good look if you're trying to become a lawyer, so Exactly. So I think that maybe he'll fade out, but not because of the baby. I think he'll just fade out because he likes to be the hero and yeah. he's not the hero on the show. No, that makes sense. I'm excited to see everything. I'm excited for Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday, So yeah. we'll talk about it. Definitely talk about it because it's one of the better MTV shows. It is. And it's so funny because we know it's so heavily produced yeah, but they're not even hiding it because everyone yes. knows like the hills and Laguna yeah. Beach and everything was so produced. Where like back then people are like, "Oh my god, this is so real!" And it's like, N- no. So they're leaning in now with the like the slow mos and everything like that. So yes, and I think that's what makes it so great is some of these other reality shows like Housewives. It's it's produced, but I don't think it's produced to the same level. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's why it gets dry because. There's nothing there, and they're yeah. not creating anything. They're just letting it go off their real lives. Yeah. And you know what? People's real lives can't be that exciting all the time. Yeah, it's not like the hills where they get her a fake internship, and they're yeah. filming out this internship. Like, it's not to that level. Exactly. So that's what makes Siesta Key so great, though, is there's always going to be content, because if it's not there, they're they going to create, create it. it. Yeah. So, speaking of... Production. Production. 90 Day Fiance. So much has happened, but yet so little has happened. Right? It's like, nothing is happening. But everything is happening. But everything is. But it's not like anything new. Like, these are all the predictions that we thought were going to happen. Besides the Anna and Marcel, because I was really rooting for them. And I didn't think it was, I did not think it was going to work out. They're culturally, they're way too different. He, and he hasn't learned any English. He hasn't learned literally anything. But I know we talked about it last episode about the whole translation flub on TLC's part of, he said to his parents, if someone that was Turkish was watching the show said, he said, Anna just told me she has three kids. But then TLC translated it when they did the subtitles to Anna has three kids. Two totally different meanings. Has, Anna just told me she has three kids is, Anna's She's been lying to me this whole time. I just found out she has three kids. Where the other one is like. I knew and I didn't tell you. Yeah. It's totally different translations. Like, TLC is trying to pull a fast one on us. And it's like, that's not what he fucking said. There's people that speak ter- fluent Turkish that are watching the show calling you out. But the other interesting thing is, I put up that post about Marcel. <laughs> On our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Someone commented, and I didn't even think about it this way, because, so, Marcel and Anna had a huge engagement ceremony mm-hmm. over in Turkey. Yes. Anna was lying about the kids then. So, Anna fed into it. Yeah, probably because he didn't want to speak about it, and at the time, I think she was like, you know what, I'm going to respect his wishes, and eventually you know he you're will tell them. someone, like... I think she thought eventually he would, he would say. say something... And it wouldn't be this huge ordeal. And it would it would be whatever. Both of them are fucking stupid. They're both ridiculous. I mean, first of all, the language barrier to me 
is you can get over it if somebody wants to learn the other yeah. language. Neither there has of, to be a concerted effort, yes. and there's nothing. Neither of them really have tried to learn each other's language. So that's number one. And just culturally, they were so different. He doesn't drink. But we've seen culturally, like, people working out. I think the bigger thing is, like, Marcel doesn't want to say anything to his parents. Like, he's not in love with Anna enough to stick up for the relationship. No, and I think that it, it must be such a huge thing in their culture because at the end of the day... You have to, I think you have to have no relationship with your family or not a good one to choose a person to marry over your family because that's a big thing. Not if you could see it going, like if it was just kind of like a little like, oh, we don't really like them, but we can get like, we can be okay with civil, like, and we'll work on the relationship type thing. Like, I feel like he could have done it that way of like, hey guys, I really like, I think there's a point where like. Yes, if you don't agree with it, but then if your son is saying, like, I really love this woman, like, I want to make this work, then you're like, okay, there has to be something there. I'm going to try to make it work. But since he's lying, like, he just continues to build on the lie and the lie and the lie that they can never even get to that because he keeps lying about everything. I just think it was never going to work out for that reason. And to ask somebody to choose between your family and the person you love In the end, it will never work out because you're going to be resentful either way. And I felt bad for the boys because even the the middle son, he was he was upset even though he wasn't a huge fan of Marcel. And he was like, there was so much that he could have taught me and all this stuff. And it's like, even the oldest one was like surprised. I think it was a little bit of a tease because clearly these kids don't have a father figure in their lives. Yeah. So it was like, you know what? I don't love this guy, but maybe. I'll grow to have some sort of relationship with him. And it's some sort of father figure for them. Yeah. I, it's so sad, the youngest youngest son. He's like, I'm a little bit mad at Marcel. Yeah. And I'm going to miss him. I know. That was heartbreaking. I just, like, it's whenever there's children involved, it oh, just makes it a hundred times worse. So bad. It's just, it's like, how can you bring this person into your life and you're not even sure it's going to work out? Yeah. I think... So, besides Marcel, the next, not most hated, this person's way more hated than Marcel, but Tanya. People feel a certain type of way about Tanya. I cannot even just, like, I don't think I've ever seen this many, like, there have been people that we posted to our Instagram where people have had strong feelings, like Teresa and Joe, and like, but never as strong as Tanya. No. They... Really, really, really hate her. Yeah. And I, to me, I can't fathom it because it's like, I don't even know this woman. Like, I don't know her to hate her. Do I think she's annoying? She's yeah. fucking annoying. Like, I think she thinks she's being cute. And it's not coming off that It's way. not playing well at all. And maybe in their relationship it's cute, but it's not I coming across. I can't even tell, like, Sinjin's not even, like, on board with the quote-unquote cuteness, so. It's not coming across that way. No. And it's just, it's, she's not looking great. No. And I think, like, so I've talked to Ted about this. And, like, even, so when I lived in New York and Ted lived in Maryland, like, I would go out, bars are open until 4 a.m. Like, Ted would want to just make sure that I made it home okay. Yeah. Like, it's just a normal thing of, like, hey, can you either text me when you get home or, like, text me 
when you're leaving the bar, just like, I just want to know you're safe. Yes. Because you're out until 4 a.m. You're not by yourself because I'm with friends, but I'm going home alone. Type yeah. thing of like. I care about you. I want to make sure you're okay. And that's in New York. Tanya is in Costa Rica, which she doesn't know the land. Like, the land. But, like, <laughs> she doesn't know the area as yeah. well as she would somewhere that she Probably goes everywhere. And, like, Sinjin had every right to say, like, I'm worried. Like, can you just text me? And, like, she's like, I can't make a promise I can't keep. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's the smallest thing. It takes two seconds to text someone you and can say, just say home. home. Yeah. And that's what you like, need to say. Hey, I'm drunk. I can't talk home. Exactly. Or even a phone call. Hey, I'm home. All right, I'm going to sleep. Bye. Yeah. She couldn't do it. She can't, she can't do it. And I. It kills me that they have only 90 days to get and she left for together, 30. and she left for 30. That's a third of your time. I'm not great at math, but I know that's one third of your time, <laughs> and that's a big chunk. The other thing that really annoyed me were the friends that she has in Costa Rica when they were all on Tanya's side, and then they were just like, oh, well, it's just because he's a cis white male. And it's like, that's not what this is about. No, it's it, about him caring yes. about her. Like, he truly cares about her and wants to make sure she's okay. Yes, it's like, oh my god, how terrible. You have a man that loves you and wants to make sure you're safe. Even if it was not a cis white male, like, any type of relationship, that's just someone caring genuinely about the person, so. Any, any sort of relationship. I really want them to be on the reunion. I feel like Can you imagine them and then Angela? I, that Angela's would be gonna great go content. Angela will go Angela off. will defend Sinjin and, like, scream at them and, yes. like, physically get in their face. She will lose it, and it will be amazing. But Tanya is hated. I feel bad for Sinjin because all he has is Tanya's mom, and Tanya's mom seems also very bitchy. When he, she's like, if you're gonna, you can't drink my whiskey, you can't have my cake. It's like, he literally has nothing to he has do. no money. He's essentially your servant. He's mowing your lawn, doing all this stuff for free. You can't even give him something to drink. Like, I just, I feel so bad. It's like, who wants to just hang out with a woman who is not even close to your age? He has no friends. He has no job. He can't drive. He has no, he has no He has no car. He has a shack. He has a little shack that's not even finished because Tanya didn't finish it for him. An unfinished shack in a dirty house. It's like it's not a great situation to be in. No. So he must really love Tanya. Yeah, if he's staying there, I would have been like, okay, peace. I'm going out and exploring the world. Like, yeah, exactly. You I'll leave be for back. thirty days. I leave for thirty days. Uh huh. So he must really, really love Tanya. And there is clearly something that we are not seeing. There has to be a redeeming quality. There has to be. And TLC doesn't want to show it to us. Or a green card. like. But I feel like he could have maybe gotten a green card eventually on his own. I don't know. Unknown. He could have met someone better than Tanya. Yeah, exactly. But... So I think there's something that TLC is not showing us. And that's okay. Because <laughs> I think I like that everyone hates Tanya. You know it makes for good content because you know it annoys the fuck out of her. Everybody need every season, every show needs a villain. She's congratulations, cool. Tanya. But you know what? The villain is always the most talked about. Yeah, so she's getting good content. So you you get good, not good PR, but you get PR. Yeah. So congratulations. 
Who do you want to talk about next? We have Sasha, Emily, Angela, Michael, Natalie, Michael, or Robert and Nanny. Oh, I forgot about Robert and Nanny. I feel like nothing really is happening with them. I just, I thought it was so funny when Aunt Robert's sister comes and Annie's like, he promised me this. And he, she just goes, you know, he's like poor. It's like, I'm not poor. He's like, poor is living on the street. <laughs> no, like, that's not what No, no, no. You're is. living, you're surviving. Yes. <laughs> you're maintaining your life, but yeah. you're, you're not comfortable. Otherwise, you, your son would have his own room. Yeah. Like, ugh, it was great. <laughs> and we have to go back for one second, because I don't think we were talking about this. When he takes her to go... The strip club? No, not the strip club. When he takes her to see the apartment, and then he can't even get the apartment because he's signed into a lease. I know. That was so rude. It was so rude. And then, he's just, like, very... He's just a rude person, because then he... Is like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And she's like, I want to go to a strip club. Okay, just take her to a fucking strip club. Who cares? And then he's like, I don't know. There's a lot of red flags going up because, she, you know, she's, she seemed like she was really into that girl. And it's like, come the fuck down. You haven't had sex with her in 90 days. Like She's just looking for some attention. <laughs> she just wants something. And she said that. She's like, we haven't had sex in X amount. Like, she keeps giving, like, an update because, like, they're... They, they have no privacy, so... No, because they can't. And it's like, girl, I feel you. Like, if she wants to go to a strip club because you're not giving it to her, like, let her go to a fucking strip club. And then he's like, were you, like, a stripper or a streetwalker? And it's like, calm the fuck down. Like, you're marrying her. Do not accuse her of being a stripper. And not to mention, like, strip club means nothing. Yeah. I'm sure, Robert, you've been to multiple strip clubs in your day, so... Exactly. You know what? It's... Who cares? If Ted went to a strip club, would you be upset? No. Exactly. Like, I, it's just like, who cares? Leave her alone. Let her, let her have a little bit of And I love how his sister was like, you have to sex your yes. girl up. <laughs> because somebody had to say it. Yeah. Like, she's like, yeah, I could, you know, once a, once a day, three, like, that's a lot. Like, yeah, three that's times a, lot. a day. But like, also you have to think like, she's sitting there doing nothing. So it's probably her only source she's of entertainment. She's just bored. Yeah. I mean, True. That is that is a lot. But you know what? Like, he he only is saying, you know, Friday through Sunday. Only on the weekend? I don't know. He, he, you need to give her something. Give her Throw something. A bone. Especially because it's not like, it's not like they've been together forever where they're just, like, so comfortable. Like, they're still, they should still be in that honeymoon yes. phase. Especially because they've only met one, like, before this yeah. for eight hours. Like, like, they should be wanting to have sex all the time. Yeah. And... It's just not happening. I feel so bad for her. Me too. I, I, I hated her at first. Like, when the f- show first started, hated her, disliked her. Now, I'm I'm on her side. I think she sometimes comes off as, like, almost entitled. Not entitled, but, like, yeah, expecting a certain lifestyle. But I think, truly think he promised her all these mm-hmm. things and then didn't deliver. So, you know yeah. what? I don't blame her. I'm slowly moving to her to her side, and then next week on the preview, he says something when he's with her, his friends, and, like, she's doing one of those, like, in the camera, but it wasn't one of the setup in the camera, it was, like, outside the restaurant type thing, yeah. and she's in tears, like, 
how would you, saying something along the lines of, like, how would you feel if you're the person that you, like, said all this stuff about you and she's just crying? And it's like, she needs to leave him because clearly he sucks, so. I, I don't think that Robert is a bad person. I just think he's an idiot. No, I think he's kind of an, like, I feel like he's like, semi-gaslights her. Oh, I think so, too. You know, I'll agree. I think in a way he gaslighted her. It's not. I don't think it's in, by any means an abusive situation. No, but, but I think I like, think he promises and he doesn't deliver. Yeah, and he does these things. But then he also gets mad at her when she's like, "Oh well, I thought we could do this," and it's like, "Oh well, you just have these," and it's like, "No, you you told her that you could." Like, don't get her expectations up and then just knock them down and then expect her to be okay with it. I think what it is is he sort of tells her what he thinks she wants to hear. But then he, but he doesn't have the means to deliver. Yeah. So it's like, you just shouldn't promise those things to begin with just because you think it's going to make her happy. Yeah. You just need to be upfront, like, hey, we can't get a new apartment because I just signed a lease and I can't afford to pay two rents, yeah. which is very reasonable. Most people can't afford to pay two rents, especially on an apartment you're not even living in. Yeah. But then just be upfront about it so that she can set her expectations. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Who do we want to talk about next? Um, I think we could just talk about Natalie and Mike quickly, because there's not the whole lot going there. No, I feel so bad for both of them, because you can tell, like, there is nothing produced going on. Like, everyone else, there's, like, setups and, like, fights and, like, things are happening because production's, like, kind of, like, placing, like, crumbs and, like, leading people there. But with them, like, the fights that they're getting into and the genuine, like, emotion that they're having, like, that response that they're having, like, is genuine. It's 100% genuine. And I think they are 100% in love with each other. And, like, these are real fights that real couples have. I agree. I think they are the, to me, the only couple that is genuinely in love for each other. Mm -hmm. I, I feel so bad for them that their visa, for whatever reason, her visa is just being delayed and they can't figure out why. And it's just adding to this, that like... That Yeah. And they had a, an argument, like, a couple weeks ago about her wanting kids and him not being there. Yeah, and you know what? I can see his side of... That's a very big risk to try and have kids with somebody, and you don't even know for sure this visa is going to go through. Yeah. And then you have a child in another country, and then... You, it's the, your four sisters. Am I gonna move to the Ukraine or try for a spousal or try for a or just bring the kid? Like, there's a lot that could go wrong. Yeah, or exactly. There's a, a lot of decisions that have to be made in that situation. It would complicate things by a thousand. So I don't blame him for not wanting to be trying for kids when her visa hasn't even been approved. Yeah. But I also see her side. You know, she's getting older. She's getting to the point where she needs to start having kids or it might not happen. I mean, she, what is she? I think she's 36. So yeah. she's already getting to that age where geriatric. technically she's geriatric. Yeah. So it's already technically a little, you know, a little more a risky. Risk. So I, I see both sides and I think there's no right solution or right answer to that. No. And I also think like, I, the whole, relig- like that whole fight is cut stemming from the like, Visa issue, like, everything is stemming from this, like, uncertain uncertainty of, like, yes. what they're going to be. 
because of the visa. So I think once they get an answer, like, everything will kind of fall into place for them. And, like, all of the fights are stemming from the stress of, like, not knowing what's going on. Yes, and they go to that dinner, or not dinner, but they're at a cafe, and he Mm -hmm. asks her, like, is there anything that I should know as to why this is still pending? Why we haven't heard anything? Which is a reasonable question, but at the same time, I could see how she's like, oh, what, you don't trust me. Yes, exactly. That's I think, comes off as offensive because it's like, what, you think I wouldn't tell you everything about this situation? So on both sides again i see i think that they're both very reasonable mm-hmm. people and they both have their reasons for the funniest having their sides the funniest thing though and you this is how you know it's a real fight is like when they get into that initial fight and he's just so upset that it escalated to this that he is in his pajamas walking around kiev Sitting at a bar, drinking out of red Solo cups, just beer after beer, just because he's like, I didn't want to go back, and I didn't know what to do, and, like, he didn't even change. Like, he didn't have time to change, because he was just so upset and needed to remove himself from the situation. Like, that's how you know it's a real fight. They are, they, I think they are genuine, and I think that if their visa gets approved, I think, I can see them lasting. Yeah, they'll definitely last. So, I don't know what side I'm on about... The baby, I think I'm leaning more towards his side. I'm on his side just because he has a good point of, like, so, like, for me, for example, like, my dad was more religious than my mom, but that doesn't mean, like, you can raise a child in both, and then, like, you figure, they can figure figure it out out on their, like, when they get to an age, and he has a good point of, like, well, what happens when they go to school, and someone says to him, God's not real. Are you going to pull him out of the school and, like, yeah. Like, no, you don't have that type. Like, I don't think Mike is one of those types of people that are like, oh, you're religious, I'm just not going to do anything. I think he would be that type of person that's like, okay, you can raise our child in whatever religion you want, and, like, I will go to, you know, won't go to the Mass every Sunday, but I'll do the Easter, the Christmas, yeah. and, like, everything like that, so. I don't think it has to be a deal breaker. No. I think they are also both reasonable and like rational people that can come like once the dust settles like they can figure it out yeah i think and i think too even though he doesn't believe in the in a god his whole aliens thing is another story like i think that's more of a red flag than just him not believing in god like i would rather him just say like i don't believe in anything than like i believe in aliens and that there's a higher power and like all this stuff it's like Eh, that's really more down. conspiracy. We're go leaning towards yeah. conspiracies now, but at least he didn't whip out like the Illuminati and like all this stuff. So. But he was willing to go to church with her. Yeah, so he's willing. So even if he doesn't believe it, he's there to support her. And he's and that's asking why it will questions work. of like, okay, th- what does this mean and what does this mean? Like, it, it yes. wasn't like he's like, okay, I'm here. Like now, what? So it, exactly. So it it would be different if he was like, I don't believe in God and I won't. I refuse to set. Yeah. in a church then i would say it's probably not going to work out yeah but he's willing and he's willing to try and like he even said something along the lines of like oh yeah not yet but like maybe eventually type thing yes. so so who is the last couple that we have to talk about there's sasha and emily oh, sasha and emily nothing really happened with them i i just think like they're not going to work out like there's no out. way because he's so focused on himself it's literally from the time they got back to the U.S., it's only been six days. It's nothing. It's nothing. And, like, his 
Emily's sister hates him. 100%. You can tell she cannot stand that man. But, like, he's also calling her fat and, like, all this stuff. But the whole food scene apparently was production and they bought all those, like, the veggie sticks and, like, all, like, whatever he was throwing out, like, was all TLC putting it there so he can just go through it. Like, that was a setup scene. And now, thinking back to it, now that I, like, found that out, there's parts where you could see Emily, like, smiling of, like, trying to hold in laughter but, like, trying to work through it type thing. So, I believe that was set up. Can you imagine some man comes into your home and he's like, I'm going to throw away all your food. No, that's not how life works. You don't have to eat it. Don't eat it. And the veggie sticks aren't even that bad. No, veggie sticks are not even that bad for you. So, please, (laughs) please, like, should have had some Oreos or something. Yeah, like, get something that will actually be bad for you, not fucking veggie sticks. like, Twinkies, get some (laughs) ho-hos up in there, some ding-dongs. Veggie sticks, please. She could do worse. But besides that, I don't think they're working out. No, he's just so into the gym, and that's about it. He knows nothing about raising children because he doesn't raise them because no, he leaves he just, his wives before he has he to. He just makes the baby and then... Exactly. Yeah. He's just there for the creation, and then he's like, you know what? I'm good. He's that not was, even there for the birth. So. He's not even there for the birth. like, that was a good time, but I'm out. <laughs> and then the only other couple is Angela and Michael. Yes. She's going over to Nigeria in this episode. I was watching, I don't know if you watch Pillow Talk, I don't think it would make that much sense to you because it's like previous cast members and everything, but there's one cast member and her friend that do it because she's no longer with the guy that she brought over for 90 Day Fiance and all they kept talking about was like, (laughs) they were like, Angela just needs a good bra. Like, that's all she needs. Like, her boobs are just, like, everywhere. That's so true. She needs to go to, like, a custom store. Yeah. Because. And just, like, lift and, like, pull back. Yes, because she definitely is the size that they don't make in a store. She needs a custom fitting. And, like, could you imagine being in an uncomfortable, unfitting bra on how long is the flight to Nigeria? Fucking long. It has to be, like, at least 15 hours. In, like, a weird tube top thing. Yeah. Like, that's what she wore to the airport. She wears just, like, camis. I just, like, I can't. She, here's the thing. She kills me, and she's crazy, but she's amazing content for the show. She is. She honestly, like, brings it at all points. Do you think they're going to get married in Nigeria? I think if they do, it's just going to be for content. But her lawyer, Lou, mm-hmm. lawyer Lou, said... Don't get, don't get don't married. Do, don't yeah. do spousal bees. It will reset everything because technically they're just doing, uh, they're suggesting a denial. So we don't know if Michael's visa got denied. Yeah. Most likely it did. Yeah. Or they can do an RFE, which is a request for evidence. Um, where essentially USCIS, I know that it's not that I researched this for, uh, <laughs> the podcast, but Kind of connects to work, but, like, USCIS can request for evidence of, like, for the petition of the visa. So, I think, like, if they got an RFE, yes, it's more time spent going into that visa, but it's better than restarting. So, I think best bet is, like, if they aren't denied and they just get an RFE, send more evidence, send pictures of the engagement party, send things like that. Like, I think Michael will get the visa approved eventually, it's just a matter of, like, I just don't think his interview went well. But you know what? Whatever legal counsel he saw in Nigeria has pretty much said the opposite. 
Which was said to get married. It, yeah. yeah, very two very different opinions. Yeah. And I, I I'm curious to know who would have the better I don't know, the more insight into the process. I feel like the Nigerian lawyer was saying, like, oh, spouse, like, I think probably they're looking at approval rates. So, like, the spousal approval rate is probably a lot higher than the K-1. So the K-3 is a lot higher than the K-1. But Lou's looking at it as, like, time spent. Yes. So you've already spent 18 months, and now if you get married and apply for the K-3 visa, it's another 18 months. So, like, no one wants to do that. And especially with Angela saying, like, I'm getting older, like, I can't do that, stuff like that. Like, of course, like, Lou's holding out that hope of, like, they either get an RFE and they just wait out the denial, which is going to be their best bet. I don't, yeah, I don't think she's going to get married in Nigeria. I just don't see it. She can't have any of her family. She can't have her mom, her kids, Unless they just do it as, like, a, if they do truly find out that he's denied, just do it for the straight. Just to be able to apply to the spousal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just do something simple that yeah. d- doesn't really cost them anything, but I think... And then the real wedding is in, in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. Maybe, but I think we have not seen the last of Angela. Oh, no. She's gonna she's gonna ride the 90-day yes. train. She'll get her own show. Like, she will ride this train until it is done. <laughs> as wild as she is, I think I said this before, but I respect her for all of the she responsibility has the she has. She has, she has a hustle, and she takes care of a lot of people, so she needs to have the hustle. Yeah. So, for that, does. I respect her, and I appreciate her for bringing the content. Yeah. And, like, the other thing with, like, her and Michael, I used to think Michael was just in it for, like, the visa and stuff, but the reaction he had with the crying and, like, everything like that, like, I, I think, like, after you spend X amount of time with someone, like, there are feelings there, so, like... Maybe it didn't start off on the best foot, but, like, I think now he is in love with her and, like, does want it to work out, and he gets the perk of coming to the U.S. I think unless you were just so polar opposites that it will never work, you learn to love someone when you spend that much time with them. So, I don't know that it would work out long term because he really wants kids. I don't know that they're having kids. We'll probably get a uh, Angela Michael special in vitro fertilization. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> I can only imagine. It it would be something. Yeah. No, it definitely would. It would be great though. But I think they have a good five years together at least. Yeah, maybe ten. Maybe ten. It, if we're really like stretching it, I think maybe ten because then by then, what she's like. How old, how old is she? Sixty something. She'll Six, be sixty something. Sixty something. After ten years. And he's what thirty something. Or is he 30 now? I think he may be. So he'll be in his 40s. He'll be in his 40s. So you know what? I think they have a good 10 years and then they call it a day. Yeah. Because he realizes he wants a family and she can't give that to him. And he's still young enough that he can have He that. could find it somewhere else. Exactly. So. So no, yeah. To I be continued. 90 days definitely winding down. I think like yeah. all the shows that we're reviewing now are slow. It's yes. It's like starting to wind down. But we get the whole... New crop of shows coming out, so... Vanderpump comes back soon, too, I think. I have to still catch up. Kel, you need to watch... I told <laughs> you we were having a binging marathon, and we never did, but have you watched any more of season one besides that day that we watched it? No, you didn't. I can t- tell that you did not. So, <laughs> but we- last time I made a promise, I did it. So, I can't promise to watch all the seasons, because that's... 
that's a huge time. Yes. I you can have to do watch it the important ones. So if you write down what seasons to watch, I will watch them because I did it with the challenge. I caught up. Yes. Which was impressive that because was impressive. that is a lot of episodes. You have to watch season one because that's just the foundation. Yeah. And then maybe like when I'm almost other almost characters come one, in. So because okay. I did watch some afterwards. What time is our party on Saturday? I don't know. I think it's dark late, like at eight. It's later. We okay. We're gonna we're gonna watch them. <laughs> we're we're gonna catch you up. We're and we're gonna watch the well. Watch the important ones. Even Ted was entertained by it when they were having the shirtless brawl in the parking lot. So that's what I was saying. Like even. Vanderpump crosses, like, everyone that I talk to, their spouse is like Vanderpump. Even, I, I was saying, even guys will watch the show. Yeah. And. <laughs> Ted won't watch a lot of shows, but he, he was entertained by Vanderpump, so. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, we're going to catch catch you up on that because we have to watch it when it comes back. Okay. It's, it's. Must see content. Okay, I will. I will do it. I I'm just gonna block off time. Yes, done. I have nothing else to do this weekend. And so. other shows have wound wound down. Yeah. So there's more time for more reality content. Yeah, I'll do it. Promise that I will Me. at least finish season one and half of season two. Okay, I'll give you the important ones. <laughs> I just need a list, and then there's a lot of seasons. I just need to prioritize seasons. <laughs> exactly, but. That is really it for this week. Yep, I think that's all we had to spill. Don't forget to like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and everywhere that all major podcasts are found. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, putting out a lot of memes about 98 Fiancés. Yeah, a lot of good content. So follow us there at The Weekly Spill. See you guys next week. Bye.